What's really special about today is that Chase and Molly have found this hope. They have discovered this hope thanks to God's grace. Let's review, especially for our guests this morning, what we mean by hope for the past, hope for today, and hope for the future. Hope for the past. Chase and Molly, they understand that they have fallen short of God's glorious standards for living, right? They've missed the mark. They get this. They've lived in ways that have hurt themselves, that have hurt God, that have hurt others. They haven't always loved God with all their heart, mind, soul, and strength. They haven't always loved their neighbor. They can earn God's favor. They understand that there is nothing that they can do, no amount of good works that's going to put them in a right relationship with, with God. They get this. But thanks to God's work in their lives and out of his riches of uh, grace and mercy, God has enabled them to see that God sent his son to live the perfect life that Chase and Molly couldn't live and to die the death that they rightly deserve to rescue them. They get this. And the result of God's gracious action on, on behalf of them is forgiveness, is righteousness, and is adoption. You see... The sins of Chase and Molly have been paid for. They have been washed away. And in their place, Chase and Molly have received Christ's righteousness, which means when God looks at Chase and Molly, he views them as if they've done everything that Christ has done. When God looks at Chase and Molly, he sees Jesus' courage. He sees Jesus' passion. He sees Jesus' love for God. He sees Jesus' love for his neighbor. You see, when they have come to Christ in repentance and faith, Christ's credentials have been laid upon Chase and Molly. The result of this forgiveness and this righteousness that Chase and Molly have received, it results in adoption. Chase and Molly are now a part of the family of God. They are now royalty. They are a son and a daughter of King Jesus. Adopted into the family of God. And because they are children of God, they got they have God the Father, God the Son and God the Spirit working on their behalf, providing for their needs, guiding and directing them, making sure that all things work together for their good. They have God transforming them into the person that God has designed them to be. And here's why they have hope for today. Because no matter what life throws at them, they know they will get through it. And they know that they will be better for having gone through it because they have this heavenly father that is working all things together for their good. It won't be quick. It won't be easy. But they will overcome anything that life throws at them. They have a living hope for today.
they are new creations. Their old life of independence from God has been replaced with the new life of dependence on God. As a result, Chase's thoughts, his desires, his actions, they're being transformed. I'm witnessing this as I interact with Chase, as I talk about him, as he was a part of our future leaders group. I think it's remarkable that Molly, at such a young age, God has so revealed himself to her that she knows he needs to be the leader of her life. God is transforming Molly. Chase and Molly, they're no longer slaves to sin, but they are servants of God. They no longer live for themselves, they live for God. And this image, God's image that they were created in that has been amassed by sin is becoming clearer with each passing day and they are becoming more fully human. So they have a hope for the past. Their sins washed away with, done with. They have hope for today, but they also have a hope for the future. You see, Molly and Chase know that Jesus is returning. And when he returns, every person that has ever lived will have to stand before him and give an account for how they live their life. And Chase and Molly, they don't fear this meeting because they they have Christ's righteousness. They know that they're going to pass the test with flying colors and they're going to hear from Jesus, well done, my good and faithful servant, Inherit the world, the new world, free from sin and death forever. It is yours. Rule with me over this new world. Share my throne with me. Molly and Chase, they will receive a new resurrected body, never to decay or die again. And Molly and Chase, they'll finally come to this point where they'll realize as they stand before Jesus that all their life and adventures in this world and its current state were just the cover and title page. And now they're beginning chapter one of the great story, which no one on earth has read, which goes on forever, in which every chapter is better than the one before The living hope that Chase and Molly have. Hope for the past, hope for today, hope for the future. I asked you this morning, do you have this hope? Do you have this hope? Have you found a living hope in the living Jesus? Will you join Chase and Molly in God's glorious future? It's going to be amazing. Will you stand before Jesus when it comes time to, and will you hear him declare, well done, my good and faithful servant. You are clothed in Christ's righteousness. You passed the test with flying colors. Christ's credentials have been laid upon you. That's all I see. No judgment, no punishment for you. Will you hear that? If you're unsure, why not turn to Jesus this morning? Turn to him in repentance and faith. Repent of a life apart from Jesus. Repent from trying to do things without him. Turn to him. Have him as the leader of your life. Inherit, receive his credentials. 
placed upon you, his righteousness. This morning we get to baptize Chase and Molly. Why do we do this? Why, why would we fill up a horse trough <laughs> with water and put people in it? It just is a bit odd, right? For several reasons. First, this, this ceremony is designed to enact and demonstrate and paint a picture of this living hope that Chase and Molly have found. You see, when a person goes down in the water of baptism, what that symbolizes is that their old life, independent from God and living for their own glory instead of God's, is now dead. It's gone in the tomb. They are dead to that life. They're identifying with Christ in his death. They're saying, look, I'm going down in the water because I'm identifying with Jesus because he has paid for my old life of independence from God. And then when we bring them up through the water, they're identifying with Jesus and his resurrection. And what that is a symbol of is that their sin is washed away and that they are coming out of the tomb of this old dead life, and they're being raised to a new life that's alive to God. A new life that's all about dependence on him. That's all about devotion to him. You see, baptism is similar to a marriage ceremony. Jesus has already said, I do, to Chase and Molly. When they get up here on the stage, they are saying publicly, I do to Jesus. It's, it's a lot like a marriage ceremony. Another reason why we baptize people, so not only does it depict this living hope that they have found and this death to the old life and being raised to a new life as a new creation, but it is also a way for them to not only publicly commit to Jesus as their king and leader, but also to commit and declare that commitment uh, to the family of God. That's why I didn't baptize Chase and Molly just with us three somewhere in a back room somewhere. Look, they are declaring that they're a part of God's royal family. And they need God's royal family to be here with them, celebrating with them. Because we are in this together. Chase, you're not alone. Molly, you're not alone. This is your family. And we are with you. We have got your back. And we, by being here, Abundant Life family, we're committing to them in their spiritual growth, their spiritual development. That we've got them. That when they're experiencing sorrow, we're going to experience too. We're going to experience it too. And when they're experiencing life joys, we're going to experience them with them. We are one family, for we have been united with one spirit. We have been called to one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God, and Father of all, who is over all, and through all, and in all. Why else do we partake in baptism? To obey Jesus. Jesus commanded that we would go into all the nations and make disciples, 
baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and that we would teach those disciples to obey everything that he has commanded. And he has given this promise that as we do that, he will be with us. That's why we do baptism. To symbolize the hope we have, to to publicly declare our commitment to Jesus, to identify ourselves with his family and out of obedience to his commands. Let's pray and we we will baptize. God, our Father, the time has come for Chase and Molly to to joyfully and to publicly vow their undying and lifelong commitment to you in your family. Lord, bless them with your strength as they make this commitment and verbalize it and make it public by partaking in baptism. Father, when I was thinking about this this morning, I couldn't help but go back to your baptism of your son, Jesus, and how when Jesus was baptized, you declared from the heavens, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. Lord, I pray that as Molly and Chase go through the waters of baptism, that they would have an overwhelming sense of your love for them and that you are well pleased with them. That they are your precious son and your precious daughter. And Lord, we pray and we expect and we know that you are going to give them grace to sustain a life of following you and that their commitment to you, you will use for your glory and for their joy. We thank you in advance. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, so I thought it would be cool to start with the oldest first. That way, Molly, you can watch Chase and uh, see how it goes. Um, Do I have the audience mic anywhere? Do we know? You got it? Cool. Chase, why don't you come to the stage? Let's give him a warm, abundant life welcome. love you. When I see Chase, I have just this overwhelming feeling of love, just so you know. Um, so I asked these individuals to prepare answers to a couple questions. Uh, the first question is, why are you deciding to do this today? Am I allowed to read it right off of you read it. what I wrote? Hey, if you... You guys, if you weren't here, should have checked out his spoken word. How amazing was his spoken word? This um, so Chase, he wrote out this whole spoken word, and then he wrapped it to a song that we had, and this was probably about three or four weeks ago. I don't know, but it was fantastic. So I love hearing what you write. That's what I'm trying to say. So tell us. So why do I want to be baptized? I want to be obedient to what God has called me to do. I want to make new decisions that strengthen my relationship with God and help me experience him in deeper ways. 
I want to experience the physical expression of being buried with my sin and rising to new life in Jesus. I want to publicly celebrate the salvation that occurred years ago and experience deeper membership and adoption into the family of God. Bam. like it. How did you get to this place that you were willing to transfer your trust to Jesus as your Lord and Savior? I really knew that I couldn't do it myself. I knew that the separation between me and God is something that I created, but I didn't have the power to close. Jesus is the only one who could, and he did, and he did it for me. On top of the gift of salvation, Jesus showed me through his people, so many of them, people here at Abundant Life, just the immense, awesome joy that he had for me, not just in heaven, but something that I could start experiencing here on earth. Jesus showed me that through all the mess and hurt and uncertainty in the world, that there is a living hope, a promise that no matter what the beginning or middle looks like, whenever Jesus is involved, the end is always victory. Mm, very cool. Oh. How do you believe Jesus is, is changing you currently? Jesus has been changing me in awesome ways. Jesus is taking a careful person who avoids anything uncertain and turning him into someone who takes bold risks on the behalf of others in God. Mm. Jesus is taking a fearful, guarded person and turning him into someone who finds strength in vulnerability and community. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is taking an apathetic, insecure person who struggles to believe that their life matters and turning him into someone who knows that he is worthy because of Jesus' work on the cross. Mm-hmm. Good. Amen. I'll take the mic from you. I mean, we want you to be baptized, but not electrocuted, right? (laughs) Let's have Chase's family come up. Come on up. Anytime I see your sisters, I'm just like, they are so Chase's sisters. (laughs) Dad, you want to help me? Sure. Yeah. Go ahead and... Have a seat. Oh, that's the worst part. Chase Baker, I baptize you in the name of the Father, in the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Buried, go ahead and help me, Dad. Buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. Go and walk in newness of life. Good job. Good job. How did it feel? Felt awesome. Let's go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> All right. Fantastic. You guys can have a seat, and we will talk about Molly here. All right, Molly Shackle, come on up. I just cannot believe how tall you are. I just remember you just being so little, running around. And I am so impressed with you as a young lady, the decisions you're making, the courage you have. I'm just impressed with you. I really am. And I'm glad you're a part of our church family. 
So here's the mic. Um, yeah, so I have the same questions for you. Um, why are you doing this today? Why would you do this? I want to be, like, publicly baptized so I can, like, finally, like, declare my love, like, to the Lord, like, in front of everyone so I can just, like, spread his joy. Mm. That's awesome. <laughs> Absolutely. How do you feel that you came to this place where you, you made that decision that, that Jesus is my Lord? I realize he died for me, and I'm going to live for him. Well, it, like... I see, like, everything affect, like, my grandparents and Justin. It's mm. just, like, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I think, um, you know, a changed life and, and people that are experiencing the transformation that Christ gives to us before us, that is like, man, I want some of that, right? Definitely. Yeah. You are so brave. All right, <laughs> next question. Um, how do you believe that, that Christ is changing you right now? Well, obviously, I don't fully know because I'm 13 years old. Sure. <laughs> but, uh, but, like, I see, like, how I make decisions more. Like, I notice, like, when something, like, just doesn't seem right. And mm -hmm. I can tell if it's just him, like, mm. working within me. So. Yeah. Good for you. Awesome. All right, let's have Molly's family and friends. Come on up. Come support her. <laughs> Go ahead. You can get in. Dad, will you help me, Dad? Go ahead and have a seat. Molly Shackle. I baptize you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. You ready, Dad? Here we go. Buried in the likeness of his death, raised in the likeness of his resurrection. Go and walk in newness of life. Does Molly have a towel? All right, there you go. Awesome. Look at Grandma. Taking care of you. Fantastic job. You guys can have a seat. Thank you for your support. L let, me, let me pray. Let me pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much for what we just witnessed. Thank you for Molly and Chase's life. Thank you that you love them more than we can even understand. Thank you that you are going to be working in their lives in powerful ways. Thank you that... Um, they don't need to be perfect um, because you have been perfect for them in their place. And Lord, we look forward to the ways you will use and, and work through them uh, to touch other people. I have a feeling that there are going to be other people that, have, that are saying, I saw Jesus change Molly. And bring her joy and satisfaction and an abundant life. I want what Molly has. I believe that's going to happen for Chase as well. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for loving us first. It's in your name we pray. Amen.